0: young girl and the first meeting coming out of London to go to another church and it was rugby and uh, it was I think it was Pastor Gardner and it was the blessing of his daughter, Esther. And we came up for the blessing, So rugby goes back a long, long time. And it's just so good to see all of you this morning. And you know it's nice to be here with Pastor Fred and the talk to Saints. We greet you all in the wonderful name of Jesus today. And this morning I just want to give God thanks. I just want to praise him God is so good, yeah. Yeah. and he's yeah. so good. good you know, I, I can't begin to tell you my testimony this morning. We go into the past this time. But God is a wonderful God. Yes, you know, he is. Even when you, you, you don't even know what's happening to you, yes. God is taking care yes. of you. Yes. You know, I went to church on the Sunday, didn't have a sniffing, didn't have a coughing, have anything at all. Mm-hmm. Got into bed that night, and my chest just started wheezing. And I thought, oh. But you know, a week went by, almost two weeks went and I think nothing I didn't think anything of covid <laughs> and I, I remember speaking to one of my nursing friends and I said to her I had this terrible headache and uh, she said to me "What she you text back you've got covid but it did not register mm. I think afterwards I looked at her and text and said she did say I had covid but I, it didn't bother me it didn't register in my mind and you know it was one night I was in bed very ill dying and didn't know I was gone. My daughter, she hasn't been with me, she came home by 11. Between 11 and 12 o'clock that night, she came, and she asked me about how I was. And, you know, she got onto to the, the 111, mm-hmm. and I couldn't even talk to them. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they told me to bring the phone to me, and they could hear the way. I was breathing, and he said, you better get down to the hospital as quickly as you can. And I don't want to go in hospital. And she said to me, my mom don't want to go in the hospital. Mm-hmm. So he put the back the speak to me. And he said, if you don't go tonight, well, you can ring your doctor in the morning, but he's not going to talk to you. And when I heard that, I thought, well, I must go. So I went and, you know, when I got to the emergency, they came up to me and after what they had to do, then they rushed me into the emergency. And straight away, they put the oxygen on me. And, you know, just there. But God has been good to me. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, when I went up, admitted me and I went up and from the ICU came in, came in and they are observing me. And then this lady, there, she said, talk to me, talk to me I just, from the time I saw them in the room, I mean, my just my speeders just crossed. <laughs> and I thought, what's she doing in here? You know. Anyway, as it went on, when she came and said to me, you know, we're gonna put you out. <laughs> and then she explained what she was gonna do, and she said, I'm gonna put a tube down your throat and you're gonna put and I thought, and a minute she's gonna put me in an induced coma. No, 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 no. In my mind, I'm not saying anything to them. Yeah. And somehow I grabbed the phone. Don't ask me how. <laughs> and I said to my husband, "Get everybody to pray for me. Yes. Let everybody pray." Yes. Yes. That time I didn't know anything about being put in incubation and the damage and all that would do. Yeah. But something in my sense to my husband. Get and I know prayer works. Yes. 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 And she said to me, "I won't come back, in, I just come to the door because I'm in isolation. I just come to the." and I'll show you that I'm going to put it to sleep. So all that time I'm laying and I'm watching the door and I'm saying, don't let that woman come back. I don't want her to come back to the door. And you know, God is so good. He just intervened. And in the night, the first night I had her, I had to her nurse. So anyway, I said to her, you know, this is so drastic. Why are you going to put me out? And she said to me, oh, no, they won't put you out. As long as your stats remain the same, you'll be all right. And when she said that, it just a comfort to my yes. house. Yes. And I didn't want to watch the door anymore. <laughs> I think she's not going to come back. My going to be all right. And in, Hawaii, in the morning, I was making progress. And thank God. God has been with me. And He's kept me. Yes. And so I said to every one of God's children today, don't worry. Yes. They put a lot of fear into people's hearts. Yes. But God is there to keep you. Yes. And you know, it just like, you might
1: go numb, but you I wasn't even worried. And then you know, after a few
0: days, they came back to me and they said, we've tested you on are positive for COVID. And I just looked at the nurse. <laughs> and I, I tell you, I was. it's when I come back home and listen to all the news and listen to it, and I realize, oh my God, things was really, I mean, it was serious, but I know how serious it was then. Yes. So I thank God to them. I thank you all for your prayers. Yes. Amen? Yes. I know we can always call on sure. I mean, children. When we can't call ourselves. And ask others to pray. Yes. And God here and answer yes. his yes. Let us trust in God. Look to Him. And that we not walk in fear, but walk in faith. Yes. Because God is faithful. And like even yes. when you don't even know, God will send somebody, put somebody yes. in to take note of what's going on and send help. And so God, I just want to give God thanks this morning. And the Lord bless you all. It's so nice to be in the presence of God, people. It's so nice to be in the land of the living. Yes. Praise yes. God. Thank you, Jesus. Gracias.
1: verse 6 he said unto me son of man hast thou seen this Then he brought me cast caused me to return to the brink of the river right brink of the river now when I had returned And so his glory, visibly, they describe that glory as the Shekinah, yeah. S-H-E-K-I-N-A-H, Shekinah. Then there was another term they used to describe the Shekinah depending on the, the degree or the amount of glory being re- released. So they call that the kapod, C-H-A-B-O-D, and it means the measure
0: We're speaking about what Israel called the Shekinah and what they call the weight of the revelation, the Kabbalah. So we
1: just know both words together, Shekinah, the glory, the, the Kabbalah, and we just call it the anointing. So, of course, we know there are degrees of anointing. Sometimes God will anoint us and He'll anoint us and the see that. It's not a heavy anointing. Other times He'll anoint us and it's a powerful anointing and it's a strong anointing. Anointing, of course, we know is for function. So whenever we need to either to work, to war or to worship, then God anoints us, He anoints us to function, He anoints us, gives us the energy in the spirit, in the anointing to preach, to teach, to praise, to sing, to testify, to exhort or to worship. Amen. The young ladies who were leading just lasting her sister, they they were being anointed worship, and we were being anointed for praise amen so now as God begins to put the finishing touch to the church he said I will build my church as he begins to bring the end of his building program to the church God has never spent any time nowhere near as much as he has on the church on anything else took those six days to create the heavens Earth, the sun the moon the stars the endless galaxies he did all of that in six days and but he's been building his church for almost two thousand years when he's done and he's almost finished what he's going to do to conclude the building program is he's going to put his glory on the church so he's going to release an anointing on the church that's going to bring it to its end. God has said, and this is what He said in, in Numbers 14: As truly as I live, all the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord. The whole planet is going to be filled one day with that heavy kabbal, that anointing, that Shekinah. The earth shall be filled, Habakkuk 2:14, with the glory, the knowledge of the Lord, as the waters cover the sea. Isaiah six they said: will we will come to a point, and He prophesied this. Thousands of years ago, and we now begin to claim this. This is what he said, Isaiah 60, verse 1. He said, "Arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee." I think we've come to that place right now. Ephesians 5:25 says, "Through 27 husbands, love your wives; Jesus as Christ also loved the church, gave himself for it, that he might sanctify, cleanse it with the washing of water." by the word that he might present it, the church to himself a glorious church. Yeah. Not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. When the Lord is finished with the church and he's almost done, he's gonna present it to himself a glorious yeah. church. Yeah. It's going to be heavy with anointing, the anointing of God, the presence of God is going to saturate the church. The church is going to be filled with the spirit, with the presence of Almighty God. It's yeah. going to happen, and we are on the way where God is ready now to begin to clothe the church with glory, with that heavy anointing, with that cup. But we've just come out of lockdown, and the church is a little weak, the church is a little tired, the church had got into the habit of staying at home, maybe just switching off our phones, switching off the, 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 the mic and our, our device, switching off the camera, we don't really know what the saints are doing, we, we don't know, we just see that their names up, but we can't see them, they can see us, but we can't see them, and, and that's gone on for almost three months, more than three months, the, a, a bad habit, I believe, has been formed, can be formed, and it will take some effort to break through that, But the Lord needs to give us a a, a replenishing, He needs to give us a revealing, He needs to give us a touch to wake us up and bring us back to where He wants us to be. The scripture says the anointing of God is so powerful. We see it in in, in the Scriptures. we see it three times, where the Spirit of God came down. It came down upon Mount Sinai. The Spirit, the anointing, God's presence, came down upon this Mountain, Exodus 19, and the mountain, the whole mountain was on the smoke, and it began to shake and and, and and burn as as the spirit of God, like a fire, descended upon the mountain. The scripture says the smoke ascended as the smoke as up a furnace, and the whole mountain shaped quite greatly. We need the anointing of God in the Gave us the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the greatest gift that Jesus gave us. When you get the Holy Spirit, you get the Comforter. You receive the breath of life breathed by Jesus who breathed in us and said, Receive thee, the Spirit. When we get the Spirit of God, we get the Spirit of the Lord. The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of Christ. The Holy Spirit is the Spirit Spirit of His Son Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit is eternal. The Holy Spirit is treasure in our earthly vessel. When we get the Holy Spirit, we belong to God. The Spirit of God will quicken our mortal bodies, whether we are alive or dead. When we have died, the Spirit of God is going to raise up our mortal bodies. He's going to reunite your soul and spirit back to your body. The Holy Spirit. He wants God to transform us from mortal to immortal. The blessing of the Spirit of God is endless. The Spirit of God transforms you into the temple of God. We are placed in the church by the Spirit. We are sealed, covered over, protected by the Holy Spirit of the living God. The Spirit of God is our earnest or down payment or deposit to eternal life. He's the earnest our salvation, which means he's the guarantee, we're going to make it to heaven. he's the promise, that we're going to make it all the way, he's the pledge that we're going to make it the whole way he's the partial payment of the great price, so when you get the Holy Spirit, you get a taste of life, you get a taste of glory there is far more to come that's just a touch, a taste of the Holy Spirit the spirit of almighty God, he cannot my God, I can be an anointing in this church. My God, the church being pray. Someone pray in this church. Lord Jesus, I thank you, Lord, for your presence in this house. Oh, yes. Lord. The, the, the spirit of God is represented by symbols. various symbols. So, like in the scriptures, the Bible said it was a cloud by day. He is fire that keeps us warm. He is a well of life springing up into everlasting life. He is rivers of living water. The Holy Spirit is water. When we understand these symbols then, we can see why God chose water. Water, above all the other symbols, is the most abundant element on planet earth. It saturates us in just about every area of our life and water is there from the very beginning and it will be there at the very end. When we look in Genesis chapter one, the Bible says that in the beginning God created the heavens. Is 65 to 70% of what you see in your physical body is comprised of water. There was a river in Eden, one river that parted into four heads, four rivers. And the scripture said it compassed the earth. If you then transform all of that to the Holy Spirit, there's one spirit, but he dominates the east, the west, the north, and the south. Sea, Israel was baptized in the Red Sea and their journey to Canaan. The Jordan opened up so they could pass through a dry land. The Jordan that opened up, it was flowing down to the Dead Sea. The Jordan was flowing from a city called Adam, or near to the city of Adam. So when the Jordan opened up, the Bible said it backed back, it backed up all the way back near to the city of Adam. It was cut off. When you're baptized in water, the sin that started in Adam and was flowing down to death, the Dead Sea, is backed up, back to Adam when you're baptized in water in the name of Jesus. It stops the flow of death from Adam to death, the Dead Sea. Israel went through the Jordan, and and the scripture said, "Uh, Naaman, was cured of leprosy in Jordan. The first miracle of Jesus was to turn water into wine. The importance of water. Jesus told the woman at the well he was going to give her a well of water springing up into eternal life. When the water was troubled, who stepped in was made whole of whatever disease they had. The pool of Siloam, the man who was blind, Jesus stepped in, in the mud, put the, 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 the mud on his eyes, and said, Go and wash in the pool of Siloam. When he went to wash in the water, his eyes were, were made perfect. Over and over, the scripture emphasizes water as a symbol. Shall ye draw water out of the wells of salvation? When thou passest through the waters, I will build thee through the rivers. Life's turbulence is like water, they shall not move. That area is not the river, but it's the area on either side of the river. Now that's where the world occupies. Yes. Every man in, in planet Earth, in planet Earth, every, every woman and planet Earth starts life on the bank of the river. It's the dry land yes. next to or close to the river. Yes. They live. They may live whole lives on the bank, but never step into the river. Yes.
0: They might not get close to the river. They can hear the river as it burbles
1: through. They can hear the river as it flows through. They can see the river if they look, but until they get close to and step in the river, it's of no benefit to them whatsoever. Billions of people live their lives on the bank of the river, but they never step into the river of life. The next place is the brink of the river. Verse six, the second position available to the world is the brink of the river. Now you can't get no closer to the river than to the brink of the river. The brink of a glass, the glass, you see, the brink, is that little tiny little edge that goes around the periphery. And if you're on the brink, you're just on the rim, on the edge you can fall in or right? you can fall out some folks get really close to the brink yes. people who come to the church are pastor. and they they come they're in the congregation they're there they hear the message and, and they're in church, they're crying, they cry they 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 don't want to be, be, be they don't want to surrender to god so uh, often they don't come back or they say no whenever i come I get touched and I don't like because I know I have to give up too much to to serve God. Yes, I know I feel. I'm so close. The Lord told a scribe thou art not far from the kingdom. If they wanted to, they could step in and they'd be in the the, the river of life. They're just on the edge. They're so close. But but they're not willing to give in or give up. So on the very edge they can't get no closer than but they're just not willing to step in. Nothing stopping them from stepping in the river to receive life. But they will just stand right there on the brink. Sometimes they'll go back to the bank and then live their life on the bank and then die on the bank. That's the bank of the river and the brink of the river. Now those two positions affect the whole planet. As the spirit of God works in the world and flows through the earth. Now the next four positions is where we come in the church. Everyone who is saved, you're going to be in the river. And the Bible tells us there are four positions that you will occupy in the river. And every single one of us in here today is at one of those four positions. First, if you're saved, you are in the river at the ankle stage. Verse three, the ankle. So the ankle, are, of course the the lowest part of your feet, just yeah. above the sole, just just down to the first point of the joint of your leg is the ankle. So when you get saved, you just you just got the, the Holy Ghost. You step in. You step in the river, the river of life. you are not at the bank. You're not at the brink. You're now you're now in the river. You're a thousand cubits from the brink of the river and you're in the flow of life. Yes. You receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit and you begin to speak with other tongues but you're not really in at any depth. Yes, you're in the river of life but you're not really deeply in. You're just enough in to get you to life because you're just at the end. Of our loins, and He's not in control of our head or mind. All the Spirit of God has access to when we step in, receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, evidenced by other tongues, is He's just got a little bit of us, He's just got our ankles. But the majority of the decision that we make is up to us. It's not God's intention that we live life in the spirit and the end stage. He wants us to move further into yes. the river of life and at least keep going till you get to past the angels down to the knee stage. When you get to the knee stage now, this is where you have now discovered prayer. Yes. You've discovered the power of worship. The knees symbolize the worship of God. Oh, yeah. When you get on your knees before God, you get in a position where you can begin to access heaven. Yes. Not many saints in the church, not every saint in the church, I, I should say, love to pray. The church I pastor, I know there are folks who hate the prayer meeting, they won't come. In fact, I think the average is maybe a third if you have 100 people in your church about a third that's about 33 uh, the other 66 six don't want to know about prayer they happen to be filled with the spirit at the annual stage as long as they are the ones in charge but to go further where they discover real worship and real praise and real adoration That's taking too much effort. At the knee stage, we pray about everything. We pray in the morning, like like Danny. We pray in the noon time, like Danny. We pray in the night time, like Danny. We pray all in between. Every time you remember, when you're at the knee stage, you begin to pray, thank God. When I'm in my car, I pray. When I'm in my bed, I pray. When I get up in the morning, i pray. Sometimes I, I, I'm glad when the devil wakes me up in the night. I don't have no problems with sleep. If the devil wakes me up in the night, whatever time it is, one o'clock, two o'clock, it's my chance right beside my wife just to gently pray in tongues. The devil soon sent me back to sleep. He not want you to be awake in the night. I have no problems, my friends. I just stop praying, and I pray. I don't pray loud to wake my wife up, but right there, every time he wakes me up, I say, "Thank you, Jesus." I can pray. I can hear this song, and I just pray anytime I get. If I'm driving in my car, it don't take long before I begin to pray. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I even his will for us to stay at the knees. Yeah. God wants us to go oh, a little bit yeah. further when yes. we get to the loins in, loin in the spirit. Yeah. My God, my God, yeah. my God, when we get to the loin stage, the loin stage in the spirit is the area of reproduction. At the loin stage, we begin to engage in witnessing, faith sharing, making converse, and soul winning. The Bible said, They that win souls is wise. My God, you have to have some wisdom <coughs> Excuse me, to win souls. At this level, you become a spiritual father. At this level of the loins, you become a spiritual mother. At this stage, we begin to populate God's kingdom. At this
0: stage,
1: begin to speak the word with a view to sow with it, a, with a view to, to reproduce it ourselves. We, there are no barren saints in the church. Every one of us who have been born of God has the ability to win somebody else for God. My God, my God, at the judgment seat of God, we're almost at the glory zone, but let me just say, at the judgment seat of God, Everything we do in this world is going to fall into six categories. The Bible said everything that we're doing in this world is going to be either gold, silver, precious stone, or wood, hay, or stubble. It's going to be either gold, silver, precious stone, wood, hay, or stubble. There's a natural division between the six. Three will burn and three can't burn. At the judgment seat, when God begins to judge our works, not you, he's not judging you, he's judging your works. God is going to say that I I had nothing to do with that. That that was just pride. It's it's just wood. It's going to go up in flames. At the judgment seat, he said that that's just Hey, that's just stubborn. But when we get to the judgment seat, my God and God finds if God's stamp is on it, if God's spirit is on it, if God's it was God's idea that we bring it to pass, if we did it for the glory of God, if we are doing it to help God build up his church. The, the Lord will say, that's gold, that's silver, that's precious stone. You will get a reward if your works don't burn. One of the greatest rewards that we are going to get is for soul winning. My God, every time we, we, we go into the Word and read, that's got to be gold, silver, or precious stone. Every time we spend time praying, worshiping God, lifting up the name of Jesus, finding a way to bless his people. That's gold, silver, precious stone. Anytime you're just
0: wasting time, it is just for the flesh for this world, for this time. It's
1: wood, hay, or stubble. My God, when we get to the Lord's stage and realize that they that are wise shall shine on the brightness of the stars. They can take many to glory as the stars forever To heaven. When you get to heaven, oh my God, you see a soul that you have saved, a soul that you participated in winning to the kingdom of God. The Bible said that you will receive a crown of glory that faded not away. My God, we are three quarters of the way there. We passed the ankle stage, we passed the knee stage, and we passed the loin stage. Now we come. Stage. This is the glory zone where we all want to get to. My God, they're crying. The church is crying. My God, all creation is crying for the church to get to this stage. The scriptures said when we get to the fourth stage, this is the glory zone. This is total immersion in the spirit. It becomes a river that we can't swim across. My God, there's a place in the spirit where we get submerged. Now when God submerges at that fourth stage, it means now he's got my ankle, he's got my knee, he's got my loin, and he's got my head, he's got my mind. I'm under the water, which means now at this place in the river, (laughs) at this stage in the river, my mind shifts. I have my mind renewed. God is in control of my thoughts. God is in control of my desires. I don't have the mind
0: of Christ
1: I think the way God thinks What I want is what God wants What God wants is what I want I have found that after being married to my wife Philip for 44 years and This is what I have found I have found that sometimes I begin to think of faults and then she'll come up with it Yes, that's Sometimes, to be honest, I'm almost afraid to think a thought because I know she's going to ask me about it. I was trying to keep secret, but As I began to think that thought, she said, what was? Oh my God, Why did I have to think that thought? I'm thinking the way she's thinking. She's thinking the way I'm thinking. When we get to this place in the river, my God is called the glory zone where God's glory is overshadowed you, where God's spirit is on you, God's might is on you we find in the scriptures there were some folks that got to this stage the Bible said when Moses got to this zone in the river his face shone when Paul got to this place in the river in the spirit handkerchiefs from his body cast out demons wherever they were when Jesus, when Peter got to this stage in the river, the Bible said he shall the ankles, the knees the loins and the head when we get submerged in practicalities God actually outworked it for us in the scriptures, we saw said God told him to get 70 men and then then, here is the thing when God came down God said he came down and took off Moses the spirit